Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 470th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular wintry co-host. We've got the fluffiest whimsicott. Who is, in fact, wearing a funny winter hat. I believe that. And we've got we've got the mountain man himself, Lydian. I'm not wearing a funny hat currently. I did take it off, but, you know, I'm not wearing it now. I would like to welcome everybody to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. Speaking of hats, I have a hat. I wear hats all the time. Well, I wear winter hats. I like the little one. I like ones with pom-poms on it, though. That absolutely sounds like a transition into a sales pitch. Like, you're going to tell me about hatsship.com. You should you should check out hatsship.com. Use code PUCKLE at checkout. Is that even a website? I hope I not. Don't I don't want to send our Google listeners Google to a website that actually exists. And we don't have a coupon code for. If it even sells hats and not something more sinister. Right? Like, it's hatship.com, but it's like, it's like where they ship hats. Like, this flat bill should really date this, uh, pom pom hat. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's going, we're going now places. I kind, of, I kind of want that to exist <laughs> now. <laughs> Hatship.com, if you exist, you can hit us up. We'll do a sponsorship for you. <laughs> uh, all right. So things have been moving pretty well, I think, over here. We we released the Puckle survey this week to the people on the Discord. And I I mean, it was in the show notes last week, but I didn't talk about it. So I, I'm saying it now at the top of the show. If you have a few minutes, we would really appreciate if you would go ahead and fill out the Puckle survey. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us what you think we should fix. Be mean. You can be mean. People are mean to me all the time. Uh, so you can absolutely be mean to me. Uh, I would just ask that you would go fill it out and throw it, send it back. I think what I'm trying to do is if we get 150 responses to it, Puckle will run an extra giveaway on the Discord server probably around January 1st. I'm going to say around because mm. I don't want to dedicate. I mean, right now, I think we're at like 60 some responses already. So oh, that's good, though. And it's been out for like three days um, to the public and announced to the public. So I would definitely recommend you go over and do that, because like I said, if we get 150, we'll go ahead and we'll we'll do an extra giveaway on the Discord server in addition to all of the advent calendar stuff. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm happy about it. I'm sure other people would be happy about it. I like going through the survey responses. It always ends up, if anything, sparking some ideas in me because we do get a lot of responses where people obviously don't like, they, they haven't thought of the logistics, which is fair because they don't do this all, all the time like we do. Yeah. I do also want to, at the end of the month, like do a thing where I go through the responses and like 
respond to them, I guess, to an extent, at least the more mm-hmm. common ones, uh, because I'd, I'd like to walk through the logic sometimes of why we don't do certain things that people want us to do. Yeah, that's fair. Just because I, I think it should be out there and just like pull back the curtain. I like being transparent. We're pretty transparent here. Mm-hmm. I would be more than happy to do that. So we'll, we'll probably do something like that at the at near the end of the year. I'll go through the survey responses we do have. And uh, oh, I do have to take out some of the joke ones that Orange put in, though. Uh, he does it every year. They're just bad. <laughs> They're just bad. Like I said, 150 responses. Go do it. We'll give out a free Pokemon if we get 150 responses. Unique responses, I'll say. Unique responses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, the ones that actually fill in the blanks uh, for the short answer form. Those are the ones that we really do appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> More so than the ones that just click a number and then walk away. I will say that. Uh, We've been doing these for enough years in a row where I go, hmm, yeah, it would be nice if that person would explain why they put a two on that segment. (laughs) I I don't know why the two is there. I would make it better if I knew what was wrong. So yeah, yeah I appreciate it. That was that's that is. Hey, we did a we did a hatship.com advertisement followed up by a puckle survey (laughs) advertisement. So definitely check that out. It is in the show notes. It's also in the announcements on the Discord as well. But yeah, if you can go ahead and fill that out. Thatch is done trying to get your feedback to make a much better show. Some people don't like this segment. They don't like when I when I talk and tr- just try to be relatable. Other people want me to like do a show about my uh, about my life. Just tell them mm. what I do in my day to day. They the really answer shouldn't. Is, it's just they complaining shouldn't. about Gallium for like hours. Uh, my gallium cell broke, okay? It committed seppuku. No. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It broke, it committed seppuku, and it's, uh, it is now... If you want that, you literally just go to Discord. I feel like that's what you do. You just go to Discord and hang out in voice chat, and I'll talk to you about what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's all there is to that. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, you guys been up to anything interesting lately? Hmm. Good question. Let's put interesting in quotes. <laughs> yeah, as interesting as it can get when you're in a lockdown yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I've been collecting the Advent Calendar Pokemon. Yeah, Advent Calendar's been going well. We haven't gotten nearly as many complaints as we have about our other free giveaways, uh, which has been nice. It's something. I take that as an absolute win. And I'm saying that now, but it's going to happen like between now and like release of the episode. Yes. Somebody's going to come in and complain about some nonsense. I mean, there have been a couple minor complaints that I don't feel bad about. Like people complaining like, oh, man, I can't believe I missed it, but I'm running everything for two days. So, I mean, is it really my fault? (laughs) I mean, I understand that time is a very relative concept this year, but I mean... If it's you're on any calendar. kind of electronic device, it tells you that it is December. <laughs> so, Well, it goes like, hey, it's December, and we do a not everyone command. Turn those on if you haven't. We don't use them very often, Mm-mm. which is unfortunate. Well, not unfortunate. It's good. I like that we don't use at everyone commands very much. Yeah. I think people should uh, go ahead and do that. Like, Don't complain. Don't miss out. I mean, right now we're giving away Xerneas today. It's Saturday. Tomorrow's... Uh, well, I guess I can say it because it'll have already happened. I won't be spoiling it. Uh, tomorrow, I believe, is... Oh, God, I already forgot. Um, <laughs> it's cool. I mean, you would have spoiled it for us. Well, it's Yveltal, so not very mm-hmm. spoilery. Fair. Not very spoilery. Um, it's just Yveltal. I mean, the next week is, I think, more exciting. Next weekend's got more exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. The one that the week that's the most exciting is like the 21st to the 24th. That's the most exciting. Well, one. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, the last like the 20, 21st and the 24th, those last four are all really exciting. So don't miss it for those. 
I get something nice for my birthday. That's cool. You will. You actually, you will. I, I think. I think <laughs> on your. I think the one on, that's on your birthday, you will absolutely enjoy. Yay! <laughs> I can't wait now. I think you will actually enjoy it. So, I, I mean, I've been managing a bunch of bots distributing things this week. Not, not the bots that swarmed last night for all of you on the Discord. Yeah, that right? There us. were like th- 30 of them at once or something last night. Oh, it's insane. Yeah, that's fun. No worries. It's fine. We're just a bigger server. It happens. This is why we're not discoverable, by the way, on Discord. <laughs> that's 100% the reason. I have to say, all this talk of bots invading, like, is... It's getting more serious to me because I'm watching the Terminator movies, finally. <laughs> so, so it's like, hmm. <laughs> to be fair, I've never seen them. So I've uh, never seen them. And I'm okay. They're actually, like, good? No, no. You can absolutely tell me that they're good. And I'll believe you. It's just, like, one of those things, like, do I really... Do I need to commit my my time to that? You know what I mean? I have to be a bot manager now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> T- I don't have time for silly things. I totally understand that. <laughs> silly things such as such as bots but okay so let's let's leave it all over there and we're gonna go ahead and kick it on over to the news let's cue that epic music And welcome to the news. The news has some things in it. In the news, the next 12 episodes of Pokemon Journeys are now available on Netflix in the United States. Like, the first few in that aren't as good, in my opinion. (laughs) I I haven't had a chance to start that yet, but now that I know it's the thing, I'll... The part three, I mean, it's not starting off strong. I mean, the first episode does is strong because it, it's got Mega Lucario in it and stuff. But after that, I think we're like four or five episodes in. The next few are just kind of, they're, they're snooze fest IMO. Hmm. They're, it, it's like, you got one where like Pikachu runs away from home and then. Because that's going to stick. And then you've got another episode because they, they do these and I think it's interesting. I don't know if interesting doesn't, interesting doesn't necessarily mean good. But they have these episodes Ooh. where they try to make Go the main character for an episode. Yeah. And they sometimes work. They sometimes don't. And this last one was like, okay, because it was a Go flashback episode or something like that. This is like a very familiar song. This is like the third time you've said, oh, the new series of the Pokemon anime is really good. And then it goes on and you okay, start okay. losing your sure, sure, about Go. <laughs> Okay, so I'm not going to lose my enthusiasm because I know it comes up next still in the anime because I, I still follow like the Japanese anime. Okay. And in the Japanese anime, there's still a lot of cool stuff happening. Okay. You Fair. still have you still have things like I wouldn't say X and Y anime started off strong, by the way. X, Y, and Z though was pretty strong. I, I did do the exact same song and dance though for Alola. I will agree with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the anime, they do end up going back to Alola and they have some cool like callbacks and stuff, which is really interesting. You also have the whole, like, actual Sword and Shield arc that happens in four episodes. Hmm. So is that after after this core that's come out, or...? Alola's after this section. It literally starts the episode okay. after this one ends. Right. Uh, which is unfortunate. So we have to wait until March. I think then, like, section four is just packed. It's just stacked like crazy. So I would definitely keep your eye out for that. I'm excited for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for that one. I am not excited for uh, 
this one right now. This is just like the lull episodes. There, there's a lot of fill. There was literally an episode that was legit just filler. Wow. Filler in a weekly kids anime? Color me shocked and appalled. <laughs> no, no, no. It was really bad filler because it wasn't even ideas that were thought out well enough to fill out an entire episode. So they split it up into two. They, like the ep- one episode was two mini episodes. Wow. It was so bad. They made a Magikarp jump reference in that Go entered a Magikarp jump competition. Wow. <laughs> Then, like, they segued real hard to something not related whatsoever, where Ash and Go go to this slowpoke island, and it's literally, the entire thing is based off one joke, and <laughs> it's that they, like, run into a Slow King, and if you wear Slow King's hat, you're really smart, and the Slow uh-huh. King, like, throws its hat on Ash, and then the hat just bounces between Ash, Raboot, Go, and Pikachu for, like, five minutes, and it's Perfect. the most annoying thing ever. Wow. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, we came up with one joke. And we made that an episode. We made that a five-minute segment. See, the Magikarp jump thing panders specifically to me, the fan who gets obsessed about the weird things no one cares about, and did master rank uh, Magikarp jump when that was a thing. So I like that there was a Magikarp jump reference years after <laughs> Magikarp jump shut down. Exactly. Like, the right? game's dead. <laughs> years after Magikarp wow. jump died. I, I think it's really cool. Like, the one thing this anime is doing that I think is... I, well, I'm not going to say really cool. Really cool is a misnomer. Uh, that's interesting <laughs> is that they're really trying to incorporate like everything that the Pokemon company has been doing outside of just the games. Because Pokemon Go is obviously a heavy reference in there. It has a heavy mm-hmm. presence in the anime. Um, and you've got obviously the main series games. But they've done things like Pokemon. They've made a uh, in images. They've made a Pokemon. What's that game called that came out for free? Cafe they look Nix. like Minecraft. Oh, oh Quest. Yeah, Quest. Quest. There's a Pokemon Quest reference in the anime. There's this Pokemon or this Magikarp jump reference. So I'm just waiting for literally everything. We're going to get a Cafe Mix reference. Maybe a Trozai reference. You're going to get Ash and Go going on a typing adventure. Ah, I'd be (laughs) interested to see that. We spent long enough on the anime. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Linian, tell us about the wild area. The wild area has shifted and is now promoting fire and ice Pokemon. So, uh, There's probably going to be a shiny uh, weekend on the 12th or the 19th. Yeah. So just keep your eye out. I ho- it'll probably be either Delibird or Galarian Darmanitan. I think they didn't they do Delibird last year. I think they, they did. had Delibird show up, but it just gave money. It didn't have a shiny. Chance. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. I remember that last year. Uh, I also like Fire and Ice type Pokemon. I think those are two of the coolest types. So I'm I'm also biased, but I like it. Speaking of holiday theme stuff. Oh God. Oh, yeah. The Pokemon Company International has released a new website geared towards children, Pokemon Kids Winterfest, which has assorted minigames to collect badges for over 890 Pokemon. It's going to be available until January the 3rd, and this is where we warn you that it is for very small children. How dare. So, I have almost all of the badges. Didn't you do it? Yeah, I was going to say, you almost did it. You did it, I right? may or may not have put that emphasis on it knowing that Linian has spent hours on it <laughs> they time gate the mythicals you can only get one a day oh. and the legendaries mm. you can only get from very specific things so basically I'm literally time gated out of finishing it so I can just put it behind me at this point wow I'm not gonna worry about it anymore <laughs> Pimiki put something here about Kadabra being allowed back in the TCG I don't care really Okay, so like Yuri Yuri Geller came out and was like, you guys can do it, I guess. He's like, I'm sorry, I was wrong to have done that. And we're like, yeah, you're just trying to get Twitter clicks. Keep yep, talking, Mr. That's, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. exactly what happened. Yeah, and this happened like on the coattails of the like 
Logan Paul thingy with the yep. card game becoming yep. popular mm-hmm. again. Like mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. believe that. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of nonsense. It does also yeah. every everybody it's like really overhyped because you're not even gonna see a cadaver card at this point, like earliest maybe six months. Mm-mm. Probably no, because they have if they're anything like other major TCGs like Magic and Hearthstone and things like that, they're two years out. Oh yeah, I totally believe that. I just so, don't no, see a cadaver card cadaver coming card. in any in any time. Like that's why I said earliest six months. Like the earliest you might see one is in six months. Earliest it's also kind of become Alakazam's thing now to just evolve yeah, from it, from Abra's ever since that happened. Remember when yeah. they had to make the baby rule because you know they added pre evolutions and the cards weren't meant for that. Baby rules yeah, are they're dumb. Not gonna do that for Kadabra. But we're not going to wring a whole episode out of this. So Kadabra has never been like officially removed from the TCG. So what they have is Alakazam always has an ability that says it can evolve from an Abra. <laughs> no, it does. Is that's just the way they've handled it? Yep. Is it's still it's a stage two legal teleportation? <laughs> it just evolves from an Abra instead of evolving from a Kadabra. It says evolves from Kadabra on the card. But, there is but there's no Kadabra there's no, card, there's no Kadabra card ever. Yeah, that's how it works. Mm. Yeah. Weird. Going yeah, back to they're, video they're, games. They're <laughs> <laughs> back to video games. The new season now is starting on December first, or it started on December first, and it uses the same rules as last month, and it's also going to be the same rules in January. However, they did change the rewards for hitting master rank to Dynite Ord as a reward moving forward. So that's nice. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's the proper thing. Now to everybody's favorite segment. I say that sarcastically. The Pokemon Go news. We so uh, full full disclosure. We called it. <laughs> it was almost twice this long, and we yes. just said what's relevant and trim yeah. the rest. Then so. we called it. Yes. <laughs> uh, Generation six came out. Yay! There's a thing. Uh, Kalo Kalo celebration to uh, to promote it. It's a rollout event. Uh, currently, you can catch Chespin, Froakie, Bunnelby. Fennekin, Fletchling, Litleo, and Noibat, which has been turned into a 400 candy thing because, you know, Ugh. up yours. Esper can yeah. occasionally be found in 10 kilometer eggs. You know, Esper, everyone's Esper. favorite Pokemon. It's also in raids, or it was the other day. So I they had remember. to do something to make them hard because there's only like 69 Pokemon in Gen, Gen 6. Yeah. So. <laughs> we got to make this last for a year, okay, Lydian? various timed research goes in that ties in with the event and they've upped capacity to 4,000. I like whenever (sighs) they announce like I well I should say by they I mean the Silk Road and stuff like that like oh they raised maximum capacity to 4,000 and as a casual player that's nothing that means nothing to me because that would mean (laughs) I'd have to dump that much money into the game to get that much expansion. Yep Mm -hmm. nope. (laughs) And that's just not happening. No. Uh, in other Pokemon Go news, uh, for the month of December, the Breakthrough Research Reward will either be Galarian Darumaka or Lapras. That's nice. It's just random, I think, Mm-mm. as well. Probably, yes. I'm a fan of both of those, though. I'm a fan of both. Yeah, yeah. I think if you've been... I mean, unless you don't have Lapras because you didn't play early, there's clearly a better one, but... But it can be yeah. shiny. I think that's part of it. And then also on top of that, you need to you need to accommodate the new players. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, I don't think you shouldn't. It's I think just... Pokemon Go is going to have a huge problem in the nearish future with that if they don't accommodate new players. No one wants to be Pokemon Masters. No yeah. one wants to be Pokemon mm-hmm. Masters. Yep. I am somewhat concerned the direction that Pokemon Go goes in like another year or two. I'm okay. very concerned. 
Like as soon as Pokemon Go catches up to the generation, like the current generation, that's what I'm worried about Pokemon Go's future. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's a community day in December. And as always, it's like the super extravaganza one where they don't come up with new ideas. They just give you all the old stuff. <laughs> so it's going to be split over two days like it is every year between December 12th and 13th. And it's going to be a combination of 2019 and 2020. No 2018. So you can't get like the original. Well, you can get still get a uh, Charmander for reasons. There is an eight hour window from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. local time. Both days on December 12th, it's Weedle, Abra, Ghastly, Rhyhorn, Dot, and Piplup in the wild with Mega Gengar raids. December 13th, it's Charmander, Electabuzz, Magmar, Magikarp, and Porygon with Mega Charizard X and raids. Totodile, Swinob, Trico, Torchic, Mudkip, Ralt, Slackoth, Trapinch, Bagon, Turtwig, Chimchar, which were the 2019 uh, Pokemon, will appear in raids and in eggs. I think this is a better way to handle it than last year. Last year was super confusing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, last year was incredibly confusing to figure out like how to catch which type of Pokemon. So this is actually way more straightforward. Yeah, just have your things there and your other things there, but... Last piece, of, last piece of news, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a go tie-in. <laughs> Secrets of the Jungle movie beginning on December 14th. Uh, there's special research to get a shiny Celebi encounter, so Joe Merrick is currently bouncing off the walls. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Explorer Pikachu will be available in the wild from the 14th to the 21st. Uh, there will be spawns and eggs uh, for Pokemon relevant to the film. They'll be showing up. Uh, Jesse and James Balloon will spawn more frequently on December 25th, which is when the game, when the film releases in Japan. Uh, and there's nothing else that you should be doing that day at all, so I can't imagine why you can't go and take advantage of that. Right. I mean, I literally cannot do anything else. <laughs> like, there's a, they made a specific rule here that you, like, you can't move on December 25th, <laughs> so... So yeah, that that actually is nice for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yay, Pokemon Go is done. Uh, as we mentioned in the intro this week, uh, don't forget the advent calendar. Um, it's still happening over on the Discord server until the 24th. Stay off the Grinch list, as some people uh, unfortunately found out this week. And then, <laughs> of course, our 2021 survey is open. Uh, it's in the show notes. Please take a few minutes and give it. If you get it, uh, if you, we get 150, we'll probably do a giveaway. I think that's why we're asking for your emails. Um, it may be on the Discord. It might just be through the emails. We might just send you an email being like, hey, look, you can get this Pokemon today. So definitely check that out. Uh, and we are doing another Puckle Showdown event on the 19th. Um, we're also going to be announcing the uh, patrons who signed up for it and got selected for that later this week. Yay. That's the news. So we're going to kick it on over to... Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we're going to quiz Linian and Whimsicott together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions from the Discord server that you, the fans, have submitted. I'm very excited for this. We'll see how it goes. They are competing with their fellow co-host in a race to 30 points. Whoever gets there first gets a $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com. Yay. Yay. Yay, indeed. Yay. Uh, this segment is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for all your nerdy needs. You can check that out over at uh, AnimeGravy.com. They also have a coupon code for you, PokeQuiz, for 20% off any purchase you make over there. On that note, though, 
Uh, we've got five Pokemon-themed trivia questions um, for you guys to answer, all with various rules. You guys can all follow along. They can maybe get eight points today. So we're going to see how it goes. Whimsicott might take the lead today. Probably will, unless they do like really badly. So. Oh, now that you've said it, you've jinxed me. You need to get somehow two points to not take the lead. <laughs> okay, maybe we can do that. I feel good about two points. <laughs> yeah, if you get two, you'll tie. Uh, tie for first. Okay, that's fair. All right, our first question this week is going to be from Skullmane Banky. What is the only Pokemon that is neither normal or a fairy type able to have the ability a cute charm? Ooh. Neither normal nor fairy... But gets cute charm. Dang, a surprisingly hard question. I'm going through all the, the the things in my head. It's like Clefairy, no. Jigglypuff, no. Yeah, they're all very normal. <laughs> mm. This Pokemon typically doesn't run cute charm. Well. That's, I mean, what typically runs cute charm? Nothing. But uh, you. I don't know if you'd ever run into one in the game that would have cute charm. Oh, like, is that it? A hidden ability that makes it. No, I don't think I don't think it's a hidden ability. Um, let me double check. Uh, hmm. You know, okay. So I'm I'm trying to think. So like the Pokemon that get it are all like aggressively cute. Yeah. Oh, it is a hidden ability actually. Oh, wow. So I can't believe that's anything from Generation Six on because nothing that late would get cute charm as a hidden. That's amazing. Yeah, they tend to be a little more thought out. Um. You would never run this. There are two way better abilities. Uh, Which actually tells us this Pokemon is somewhat usable and not something like a baby Pokemon. Um. Um. This is a really fascinating question. What is like stupid cute, but not a normal or fairy type? I don't like Smoochum doesn't. This is an evolved Pokemon. This is fully evolved. What? And it, this is a fully evolved Pokemon, and it's the evolution before it. Most people would not consider cute or beautiful. Okay, is it Milotic? Sure, let's go with Milotic, I guess. Milotic is correct. Huh. <laughs> okay. It gets Marvel scale and competitive as its regular abilities, and its hidden ability is Cute Charm. Wow. It wow. is not the only Pokemon with Cute Charm as a hidden ability. There is one other, and it is Stuffle. Oh. Stuffle gets it as a hidden ability. That's adorable. What, what does it become as Beware? Uh, Beware doesn't get it. Yeah, what, is it, what does Beware get instead? Not cute charm, I'll tell you that much. Let's see. It gets a nerve. Mm. Uh. Meh. Yeah, so both of them are bad. So that is, yeah, that's one for one today. So our next question is going to be from backslash. Excluding Z moves and max moves, what is the only move to have its base power over 100 without being a multiple of 10? Without being a multiple of 10? Wow. And so that means it's like ends in a five, essentially. Huh. Okay, so... I don't know if you're going to get this. Liger picked out some good ones this week, though. By good ones, you mean hard ones. That's what I meant by that, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'm just like going through my head. I'm like, no, 120. It's probably something that's got like a base 105 or something. Yeah, I was thinking 105 too. It's going to be something relatively obscure. Because otherwise we'd know, you know? Yeah, unless it's something very new that I just haven't had a chance to use yet. In my head, I'm going over like Glastrier. No, that's 130. Only one Pokemon learns this via level up. I'm, I'm sure it's something 
silly. Hmm. And it became a TM in Gen 8. Wow. Oh. The other thing I could, like, 95 is high horsepower. Yeah. I really have no clue, but I don't know if it's worth using the hint, because even with the hint, we might not get it. You'd get it with the hint. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Um, that's a whole thing in PTU. It ended up boosting the damage base, which made it very weird as a comparative. What is that move? It's the sun one. The sun one? Because they made it a TR. It's the physical sun one. The physical sun charge move. Sun charge. Oh, leaf blade. That Lorantis gets. No, 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 no. Not leaf blade. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. What's that name? It's not leaf blade. It's... Okay. <laughs> that's that's cool that neither of us remembers the name of a move. I think it's Solar Blade. Yes, Solar Blade. Solar Blade is correct. Wow. Solar Blade has a base power of 125. Good job, Lanian. I knew that because my PT players will know how much I use Lorantis, but why? Why would they not just make it 120? <laughs> because you need that extra five base power. Sure. All right, this next one is your Pokedex entry question. I'm going to read you a Pokedex entry. If you get it correct, you get two points. If you're riding the struggle bus, I'll give you a second entry. If you get it upon the second entry, you'll get one point. If you don't get it on any of these, you get zero points. Our dex entry this week is from Enharmonia. It's Pokemon Shield entry states, These Pokemon of Galar are volatile in nature, and they won't allow people to ride on their backs. Who's that Pokemon? Galarian Rapidash, I'm pretty sure. Well... Um, I don't see why not. Like what else has a Galarian form? That You're riding the struggle bus today. It's Pokemon oh, okay. Leaf Green <laughs> entry reads, when it targets an enemy, it charges furiously while whipping its body with its long tails. Oh, Tauros. Oh, because it was the ride thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tauros. Tauros is correct. That's one point for you guys. You guys are three for three. Our next question is your multiple choice answer question. They're going to... God, there's so many answers here Um, on both of these questions. <laughs> and somebody with the with the McGee meme name, I don't even know who this person is or if he's even real. All right. <laughs> so this one's from G. McGee. <laughs> there are 10 answers to this question. Wow. I will give you a point for every four. If you get all 10, you get three points. Okay. So... Cool. What 10 Pokemon have two or more unique hold items that have an effect when that specific Pokemon is holding them? Farfetch'd? We're including Megastones and Z-Crystals, by the way. Wait. Farfetch'd only has the leak, though. Oh, you mean more than- wait, wait. You need more than two- more than one. More it's than one. Okay, more than okay. one. Okay, okay. So, one is Ditto. Yeah, Ditto, Clampearl, Charizard, Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, those are all correct. Uh... Does Chansey have more than Lucky Punch? I'm going to give you three strikes, by the way. You can guess three Pokemon. I'm going to say no, because it also gets Lucky Egg, but that's not the thing. Okay, but it doesn't do anything to it. Okay. Yeah, Silvalli, Arceus. Uh, yes, those are two. Oh, then Genesect too? Genesect as well, yes. Uh, they did not put Arceus on this list, did they? They did not. What the heck? Why well, is Arceus on? Well, 11 Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Um, oh, wait, no, Arceus doesn't count because it has to be a hold item and only have an effect when that specific Pokemon is holding it. Oh, okay, well then. And, oh, okay. Silvalli Sil still works, then. Silvalli still works. So and how many so do you does have? Genesect, Genesect, Genesect as well, yes. Okay. Um, only when that specific Pokemon is... So you have six. There are four so, more. Uh, One strike. Technically, Milsery. 
That is correct. That's seven. Mystery seven. Um, Does Pikachu have more than uh, more than yes, one? Yes, because it's got the Z crystals and the Mega Stones. Pikachu, Pikachu is eight. Okay. Let's see if we can get the last two though. Um, what I'm trying to think of other like Z crystal or Mega Stone Pokemon. We've said Genesect, right? Yes. Yeah. Genesect. Uh, we've said Silvali. We've said uh, Charizard. Clamper, Charizard, Clamperl, Mewtwo, Milcery, Ditto. Yes. Okay. And we are still missing two. You are still missing two. Okay. Yes. Um, Latios and Latias. There you go. There's the last two. Soldu and Megastones. Yep. Yep. That is correct. That's all 10. You got three points. You guys are now six for uh, six for four. All right. Your last question is your base deck question as always. And your base deck question this week is from Thatch. And everybody's going to hate me because they didn't get the special Pokemon, even though they answered the question in the in the crossword today. So the question is, what is the dragon type with the lowest base speed of all dragon types? I'm pretty sure I've asked this before. Appling. That's correct. Yay. Oh, eight yay. points. I did the crossword today. <laughs> <laughs> eight points today. Yay. We all Woo. did it. <laughs> All right, so let me go ahead and I had the trivia. I had the trivia points up, and I, I Wims is in the lead now. Uh, Whimsicott is in the lead. She has taken the lead. Unfortunately, she's still two shows away. Mm. But it does change up our standings. So Whimsicott's in first place with twenty-one points. Shamu is in second place with fifteen. Linian is in third with fourteen. Sigma is in fourth with eight. P. McGee is in fifth with seven. Sublime, Claude, Jushiro, and Seth Vilo are all tied for sixth with six points. And Basket has yet to get on the board. All right, with that, we are going to go ahead and kick it on over to the topic. This week, our review is from The Muffin Man 124. This podcast is definitely one of my faves. The host, accompanied by his superb rotation of co hosts, are great and always keeping things interesting with co- great conversations and some good laughs. The community is very fun and interactive. Thank you guys for such a great and informative podcast. I would recommend this podcast to anyone who's into Pokemon and who wants to learn more about the subject. Well, thank you for that. If you want to leave an iTunes review uh, or wherever you listen to the podcast, we would really appreciate it, and we might read it on the show. But until then, let's move on to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today are Pokemon that we wish were good but aren't. Uh, <laughs> and I guess I guess the conversation that could follow is like how you could make them good. I mean, I assume that's that's assumed. I don't know. I I just see like a lot of Pokemon that have interesting designs and really good concepts, and yeah. I wish that they were better, and they're not. Yeah. Uh, especially especially in like official TPCI meta, I think that's where I get hurt the most. Especially since that's like, oh, we want you to play our way yeah. right now, obviously. And uh, somebody brought up a very frustrating point about timer last week to me, and I don't think it made it onto the show, <laughs> but uh, it was that uh, timer. Timer was 60 minutes and let's go Pikachu and Eevee. And I was just like, you know what? You're right. And that hurts me. That hurts me more than it should. That's, that's really terrible, actually. Right? Uh, so that that I mean, it just blew my whole like, yeah, it's Nintendo's fault out of the water. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Unless they had so many crashes, they went, you know what? It's not worth it. I doubt that. I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't doubt that. say that. That's the. I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm saying okay. I don't think Pokemon's exactly the most like crazy amount of data that has to communicate between two games because I imagine a lot of it is processing on your own console. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I digress. Let's talk about some Pokemon I wish were good 
And you guys probably have some too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, the reason I thought about this was because I was thinking about a lot of the Galarian forms. Mm. Because I think a lot of Galarian Pokemon are like really cool design wise. Like I, I have to say Gen 8 for as much crap as I like give Sword and Shield as a game, like base Sword and Shield as a game. I think the Pokemon designs are probably the most solid Pokemon designs of any generation as a group. Mm, I might put Gen 7 over that, but it's really good. Like, really yeah, they're both, good. They're both very good. No, no. There's Pokemon in Gen 7. I can be like, mm, really? Like, Bruxish. And I can't All say right, that. I raise you Q-Fund. Fair, <laughs> but then, like, I hate Karkul and, and its line as much as I hate Bruxish. So. I, think, I think the only misstep was Colossal. <laughs> because they had this really interesting line building up with with Karkul and Rolly-Coly. And then they're just like, you know what? Let's just make it right on. But yeah. bad. And I was just like, huh. The only vaguely acceptable thing in that line to me is Carcoal's like cheery expression. But everything else I hate. I like Roly Coley a lot. I think Roly Coley is a really cool Pokemon. It freaks me out. It can freak you out. This is, as much as is you a want. piece of red tape with legs. I think I think most Pokemon in Gen 8 though are really cool. I think Berserker is really cool. I think I, I like I like Caparaja and Cufant, but they're you can build a fun deck with them in the TCG. Not a good deck, but a fun deck. <laughs> and you can also put um, Berserker's also in that deck. So, and Berserker's actually not that bad in the TCG. Nah, give us Minior any time of the day. Oh no, I I love Minior too. Don't I'm not saying that like, <laughs> but I I like I wish Berserker was better. Uh, let me pull up some Berserker stats because like, I mean the, it, the thing it suffers. About Berserker is it? Go ahead. It just has high attack, high defense, pure steel, and that's kind of it. Yeah, the problem is it's pure steel, I think. <laughs> well, it, it's pure steel and doesn't have anything to distinguish it from, like, Copperaja or, like, I don't, there's no So, So it does, it, it does, and that it has, it has steely uh, spirit, it's steely spirit. Guess, but... It has steely spirit. I just, I think the problem is more with steel type than with Berserker, per se. I mean, its base speed doesn't help it either, that it's, like, base 50. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't help it at all, but... Uh, I would. I wish you could make it faster, so it was it was something more akin to like a base ninety speed or something like that, and then you just go ahead and make it fun to use. I don't know, like <laughs> I want it to feel good to use. It, well, it felt good to play with like through the playthrough, but it's not good otherwise. His move pool isn't exceptionally deep, which is you also get, like, unfortunate. Chop. Yeah, it's kind of you get dark steel and it's he gets game. gunk shot and play rough, and that's about it. Uh, you just get yeah. night slash. It's very narrow. I mean, the the Pokemon I really wanted to be good in Gen 8, like, there's two of them, and one wasn't even good for playing through the game. <laughs> like, Poltergeist is alright to play through the game. Like, competitively, you're obviously meant to use it as a Shell Smash Pokemon, but it just, it doesn't even live long enough to do no. that. Like, it doesn't work. No. And the other one that I was incredibly excited about, especially since I love Volcarona so much, was Frostmoth. Oh, yeah. And it's just terrible. It is. Oh, it's so bad. Absolutely. How can something with Quiver Dance and Special Having be so bad? Like, it evolves from Snom. It looks good. It has a cool, unique typing. And it sucks. To be fair, its typing sucks. Yeah, but... Well, I mean, you could, is good you could have given it something like, to, like, quite frankly, there are other Pokemon that have typings that in theory suck, but 
they make them work. So yeah, but not all of those have uh, what is it called? Um, ice <laughs> as a type. Like take a little nine tails. Like it has something that makes yeah yeah yeah. It work. So so I think if you look at pretty much any pure ice type, they kind of suck. Um, and so you need to choose the right type to pair with ice to make it good. Which is not bug. Which is not bug. It's not bug. There's only one good pure ice type, and it took them eight generations and two expansion passes to be able to do. <laughs> I thought I, I thought you were talking about Ice Key for a second, but then I realized it was last year, and you're, the answer's and still it's right. it's only good in Trick Room. Yeah, it is only good No, in actually, it's... You can make it work other ways, like it's best in Trick Room. Mm, I've seen fair. people speed swapping it, and then it just slaughters. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, it did take a while to get Spectre. Yeah, unfortunately, Frostmoth typing's awful. If <laughs> yeah, if we're talking just Gen Eight, there was a certain pure Ghost type I really like, but man, is it just completely unusable? And that is Cursula. Yeah, that mm. is unusable. It, it only exists as a uh, Eviolite enabler for Corsola. Yeah. Are are there any good Pokemon that are just like the Galarian, like the regional evolutions? Like, I'm trying to think about it because like Surfetch isn't good. Well, Galarian Germaniton. No, 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 no. So not, not like that. I mean, like, I mean, like, like Galarian, like evolutions. Uh, well, like Obstagoon's decent. Obstagoon. Obstagoon. I mean, it's better than Linoon, but Linoon wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would also say Surfetched is better than Farfetched. Yeah. I, I, I would say that, but Farfetched wasn't good either. Yeah. The the thing that amazes me is how Cursula can be so bad, despite having probably one of the deepest move pools I've ever seen. Yeah. It's got Burning Jealousy. It's got, it's got 95 attack and moves to use with it. It's got Water. It's got Haze. Mm-hmm. It's got Earthquake. Blizzard, Ice Beam, Power it Gem. Kept basically, Power Gem. It kept basically all of that. It p- picked up Strength Gem. Did uh, it get? Does it get Meteor pump. Beam? Yes. Oh. it gets Burning Jealousy. <laughs> Weird. It has one of the deepest move pools I've ever seen, but it's held back by having a defense of fifty and a speed of thirty and an HP of sixty. Uh, yeah, yeah. So its special defense of 130 means nothing. Wow. Oh, no, I could see, like, I could see you pull it. Well, the, I think the problem is that there's a lot better Trick Room users than it. Or Trick Room abusers, I should say. Yeah. I think that's where it really falls short. Its ability doesn't help. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parish Body is the only usable option because the other one's weak armor, which mm-hmm. you do not want to be less survivable. Yeah. But, like, Parish Body is. Fine, because ideally you're a ghost, you can't be trapped, so you just have the opponent in, uh, they have to, you force a switch or something, you can always switch. But in practice, it's just bad. I just, I felt really bad because there's so many cool designs in Gen 8, and I think most of my favorites are, are probably the regionals. And there's so many good designs, and so many of them are just not usable. Yeah. I mean, I would also say, like, Galarian Rapidash. I really love that psychic fairy typing on that. Same. And I think it's a really cool design. And it's just like, yeah, it's just worse Gardevoir. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Worse physical Gardevoir. <laughs> it had the potential to be different just by being physical. Yep. And then they didn't, then it let didn't let it do, do it. didn't do anything. Yeah. 
and its abilities are not good. Yeah, I'm just I was really upset by that because there's just so many good ones. I would honestly Stunfisk. I think stun. I think Galarian Stunfisk is cooler than regular Stunfisk. I I'm good. I will argue that they're sixes. They're they're comparable. Um, yeah. I think I guess they're cool in different ways. I think I think regular Stunfisk is cool because of its cool typing. Uh, do you know the story behind that? By the way, like the electric ground typing. It was wasn't it supposed to be either electric water or water ground, but they said uh, it was supposed to get it was supposed to get electric ground or water or electric. Yeah. And they went, no, we need more ground types. Yes, switched it. I love it. Wow. Gen 5 is full of nonsense like that. Looking at you, Basculin. <laughs> there aren't enough fish Pokemon in this region. Let's make Basculin and get two for one. There aren't enough fish things in this region, but take this fish and then make it not water type. Exactly. Uh, yep. <laughs> the same game that changed. Oh, that's that actually, in, you know, in hindsight, that makes it worse for me. <laughs> yeah. Galarian Stunfisk, I like. I like the design of it. I w- honestly, I wish they were better. I wish you could use them. That's all. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to use them. And the chances that we had to use them are all gone because we can't play other tiers that aren't like VGC and BSS on cart. Yeah. So you miss out on these opportunities. And even then, I guess OU has been kind of, or not OU, but I should say like the official tiers get all wonky every three months now that we're getting Pokemon drops. Yeah. <laughs> and. Let's be honest. I'm not even sure I use Stunfisk in Galarian Stunfisk in PU. It has useless ability. Mimicry is just bad. It's got nothing going for it. It's just got what decent HP and attack. Like, eh. Yeah. It's like, why does it even exist? Uh, to be a bear trap in caves. Yeah. Fun. I don't know. It's a it's a cool idea. It's a cool idea. Mm. There's Gen 8's full of cool ideas, and then none of them followed through except for Cinderace and Rillaboom, and it makes me sad. I I would actually say, like, the Applin line is a decent idea. Uh, the Applin idea, the Applin line, I'm really, I'm confused by it, to be fair. Mm. <laughs> I, well, I'm just confused because I feel like they came up with Applin, and then there was, like, an internal fight over what the Vol's into. <laughs> and yeah. then, and then somebody shrugged and went, "Why not both?" Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah and, lifted up. And then the we shoulders. got both. Insert insert road to Eldorado gif. Yes. Yeah, and they're just like, "Why not both?" And we got both. Uh, we got both Flapple, or not? Yeah, we got Flapple and um, Appleton. oh my gosh, Appleton. Because I just think there was some internal dispute about what the balls into. Could be. I mean, they're both like super adorable, though. So. Oh yeah, no, they're I'm okay great with that. I think they're great. I think it's really interesting and really cool. And I think Applin, I like, I like the grass dragon typing just from a fan perspective being like, yay, yeah. they did another type combo and it was only exclusive to Omega before. I'm very yeah. excited about that. I also like it. Excuse like, conceptually. me. Alolan. Alolan, Alolan executor. Yeah, fine. But that's, and that's a poopy Pokemon. You hush. Another Pokemon that would be cool if it were more usable. Yeah, like uh, Alolan Executor. It's so much fun. I I don't. So Alolan Executor is like the perfect example to me of a Pokemon that shouldn't be good because it's good at being marketable already. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's kind of my thought process. Like if your Pokemon's good at being marketable, it doesn't need to be good competitively. I, I think it's mostly because of where, in, in my personal experience, this is probably more selfish view than somewhere else. 
I already see these Pokemon in the marketing materials. I don't want to see them all the time in competitive. I cue the Charizard hate for that reason. Right? I I guess that's fair, but what it means is that a lot of Pokemon are marketable because they're cute, and I want to play competitive with cute Pokemon, so the lack of overlap is not fun to me. You know? <laughs> I, I get I mean the marketable like I'm thinking like the big marketable ones like Pikachu. Which should we should have partner Pikachu? I think it'd be really fun without partner Pikachu moves, though. I think having partner mm. Pikachu would be really fun. You can't transfer that out though, because then the game doesn't work. Is the problem? What do you mean? How, you, you can't transfer it from Let's Go. Otherwise yeah, no, no. You can't. You know. Use oh yeah, 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 no. Anything. I I I agree with that. Not transferring it from Let's Go, but you could do something similar to like what they did with the G Max Pikachu and the G Max EV. Yeah, sure. get it in an event or something. Yeah, you just like, oh, hey, here's the partner Pikachu. It's got weird stats. It would actually be cool if it had, like, the design of the partner Pokemon, mm. which mm. is slightly different. We've got nine hats. Exactly. So I feel like this isn't much to ask for. <laughs> it's not much to ask Mostly for. Mostly I just, I just wish they would give Eevee the design of the partner Eevee because Eevee has always been cute but now that I've seen partner Eevee regular Eevee is just like cluster in comparison <laughs> <laughs> you know you know, those Pokemon and their G-Maxes make me think of another thing I wish was better G-Maxing in general oh yeah uh, I would argue that if you play VGC a lot of G-Maxes find their, find their footing so, I mean sure but even then, I don't, there's never a moment where, other than I think Lapras, where someone's gone, this Pokemon isn't useful, but hey, when it G-maxes, it suddenly has an option that makes it worth pursuing. I don't yeah. think there's anything, I would argue, colossal for that, <sighs> actually, because like, I don't, you don't run colossal unless you're going to go big with it in VGC. You don't, you don't run colossal yeah, unless you're going to go big with it. Steam Engine. Uh, and then the fact that you get Volcalith is like a big plus. Yeah, but Steam, no, no, you need, but you need to go big so you get Volcalith because Volcalith is good. Mm. It's better than Rockfall by far. I guess, yeah. I would argue that sure. Colossal's that way. So there's one example of the twenty-two. That that's two. They got one out of eleven. Okay. Um, I would say I Charizard. Know, I, just... I would say Charizard, and even like the starters and uh, the Gen Eight starters. Mm. maybe even the gen even the gen uh gen one starters it did nothing for like say garboder no garboder is garboder is like a weird Kindler. afterthought in my opinion though or senta scorch or butterfree or i mean i could go on yeah corvanite loses airstream butterfree uh for a little bit was actually doing kind of okay in vgc for like a hot second because it's a it's G-Max move was actually, it's actually really scary. Uh, compound Fair. Eyes helps. Yeah, it's it's kind of scary with uh, with Butterfree. So I, I I would say G-Max was definitely built for their specific type of play. And I, I honestly, I think that's the story of Gen 8. Is, mm, hey, we want, yeah. we want you to play the game our way, and this is how you do it. And which, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, I just don't think this is a good way to make a game. <laughs> no. That's been going on for 25 years that people have adapted. Yeah, especially since like most of the Pokemon we've mentioned are not even good in VGC or even yeah, usable exactly, in VGC. Exactly, right? Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I don't disagree at all. It's just sad. Yeah, I, 
I, I, I agree. I mean, Appleton, actually, um, I did use GMAX Flapple. Oh, GMAX Flapple was, like, good-ish. Yeah. GMAX Tartness is actually good. Uh, it has synergy with Flapple itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is really interesting. I like that a lot. I mean, some of this is just going to be inevitable. If you have, what, almost 900 different things? Oh, yeah. Some of them aren't going to be as good as others. You just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. can't make that. No, and that's fine. I, I don't know that Pokemon realizes that. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. Uh, but I, I agree with that. I think d- they should focus on designs, then competitive is an afterthought. Mm. You know, I mean, make sure it's balanced, I think, is the only thing I would worry about. Like, make sure something doesn't blow everything away. Yeah. That's, that's my only thing. But now, like, you've been you've been mentioning this, these new D&D rules for the past few weeks. Yeah. And I kind of wish they gave us something like that for Pokemon. Uh, like, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. I, I want to reorganize Whimsicott stats so that <laughs> it has, like, more than one way of being run. Like, it has to be a prankster gimmick or it can't be anything else. Like, I maybe I want to run PTU. it as a <laughs> I don't know. Come to PTU. We can do that, Whimsicott. That wouldn't work in a game like Pokemon, though. I yeah. know, I know, but <laughs> I mean, girl can dream. I don't know. It would have been cool if they would have expanded the GMAX roster to more than Gen 1 plus Gen 8 and Gardevoir. And Gardevoir, yes. And Gardevoir. Yeah, it would have been cool to see them do that. Yeah. I would have we appreciated We could have had it. an actual fluffiest Whimsicott, and we oh, didn't, and that's yeah. That's I, I don't know. Like The one thing I find really frustrating with Pokemon is ever since Mega Evolution, because Mega Evolution I thought was a really cool celebration of like all Pokemon. Because they pick Pokemon from the first four generations and just like pass it out, and then you know, and then also then you get Gen Seven, and they're just like, uh, we're only going to care about the Gen One Pokemon and give those regionals." And yeah. then we got to Gen Eight, and they're just like, "Yeah, so we're going to get the Gen Eight Pokemon some G Maxes, and then oh, just Gen One Pokemon." And then somebody's like, "Well, one of the characters is going to run a Garbodor. It's going to be a uh, play on how she's ugly on the inside." And they're just like, fine, there can be a G-Max Garbodor. <laughs> or someone really, really like Katamari Damacy. Yes. Yes. I, I honestly think that's what happened. But I, I'm really frustrated. That, and I think, I think the general Pokemon community can feel the consensus as well. That the Gen 1 love is kind of like, it's overbearing. Yeah. At this point. At this point, yes. Absolutely. I think the next gen will probably tone it down a little. I'm hoping. Just- I'm hoping. They've started spreading the love with, like, the Galarian evolutions, and no one rioted. Uh, they started doing, like, stuff or other things. I think I think it'll tone down. So, I agree I with you on the, Gen 8, on the Gen 8 start, or the Gen 8, like, regionals. I think that was a mm-hmm. fantastic step. The problem is, I wish they would keep that momentum, and not, like, always kind of go back to their safe place after they do something, quote-unquote, bold. Yeah. Because... Like, I was very excited to see that, like, oh, hey, Yamask has its own regional form. And then I find out all the G-Maxes are Gen 8 and Gen 1. And I, I, I really think that this will just be that nudge to keep going. I'm hoping it's over. I'm hoping it's over. Because when all of the responses were the extreme backlash, like, especially to the just Charizard thing in the original decks, mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to go, okay, we have milked this dry and try to move on. I don't know. I I don't know how much TPCI actually listens to the community. And 
I, I mean, this is this is kind of a pessimistic view, probably. Uh, I, I don't see a lot of what they're doing is listening to the community and being like, okay, we hear what you want and we care about our fans, which is kind of what you want from them, right? Mm. But they kind of want to do what they want to do. And I, that's that's why. I, it's why, I mean, I've kind of given up after a lot of things like that. Like, I would love to see all the Pokemon back in the National Decks. I don't think it's going to happen in Sword and Shield. I'd love to see it happen. I don't think it's going to, uh, if I had to bet. Hmm. It's the same thing with the timer. Like, I think it's really silly when the YouTubers try to do, like, hashtag bring back timer or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really silly. Because I'm like, yeah, they're not listening to you. No. <laughs> if they were listening to us, we would have had a spectator mode online. <laughs> <laughs> this gen, because we've asked for it forever. So it's, I don't know, I, I have a semi-pessimistic view of of TPCI and their relationship with the fan base. Uh, I would love to see Game Freak actually, like, build a game where it's just like, yeah, we heard you. Like, we know you like these things. Well, but then maybe, like, you run into, like, issues where it's like our survey, where fans tell mm-hmm. us, oh, it would be really cool if you did that. And oh, yeah, no, I, I absolutely on the inside, like, we know that that's just impossible for reasons. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, I would I would chalk that up to something more of equivalent to like, oh, I want a Pokemon MMO or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Pokemon MMO works in this in this context. Uh, stuff like that. I, I think the Wild Area was a very good prototype for like an open world Pokemon game. I think that's doable. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'd even say like Crown Tundra is like an even better example. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like, I don't think it. I think the problem with what a lot of fans ask for, and this isn't even including myself because I'm an awful person. I would say they ask a lot for the old ways mm. and they just, they want, they want the same game over and over again, mm-hmm. myself included. Well, <laughs> and I don't think, I don't think the developers want the same game over and over again. That would get very monotonous to write and do stuff with. I have to say like of all games, Pokemon is a game that's giving you the same game over they and should. over and over no, again. I, I think I I don't disagree with that. I think Sword and Shield tried to mix it up by being like, hey, we're going to only stick with our new mechanic this time, which is because like they removed Megas and everything, which is a whole fiasco in and of itself, because I think Megas are incredibly marketable, marketable more so than G-Max Pokemon. I think if you have to like innovate, it's probably better to experiment with something like they did with Alola, like you remove gyms. Mm You put trials yeah. in. Oh, I thought I thought Sun and Moon, for as much flack as Sun and Moon got, my only problem with with it was the beginning, like the first two hours. Yeah. And after that, I thought a, I thought Gen Seven was a fantastic game. I loved it. They just killed the replayability by a making the tutorial three hours long, and yep. b giving you the same game again right after it. Mm-hmm. Like once you've played one of sun or moon and one of ultra sun or ultra moon like you really 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 don't want to play it again (laughs) there's there's no definitive version is the problem because sun and moon have the better story but ultra sun and ultra moon have extra mechanics Mm -mm. yep so there's just no winning yeah i absolutely agree i i just i i I mean it was obviously that they just should have just put a dlc in for Sun and Moon. Like, if we if Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon would have just been DLC like we got with Isle Armor and Crown Tundra, it would have been really good. Yeah. And I, I think that was kind of where they were going with it. Like, they saw that. And I think Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, for the lack of a better word, was a cash grab. And I, I think I think telling ourselves that TPCI doesn't do cash grabs is, is lying to ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah, and I would say that it's honestly the fact that they did the expansion pass as, in their own words, in place of another remake... 
in place that, of a third me, version. Kind of yep. a sign, yeah, in place of another version, rather. That's a sign that they at least understand their design limitations. Yeah. So maybe yeah. we will see. Less I think it's. I think it's more that they wanted a story that they they didn't want to remake a story in a different light like they had been like yellow version and remaking you know crystal version and emerald and so on and so forth platinum where they mm-hmm. just remade i think they were done with that after platinum obviously because we got the sequel in, yeah, in gen we 5. got the sequel in gen 5 which was really cool but they didn't sell super well well i think the the problem there is that they tend to come to good ideas when the console they're on is dying they have terrible timing like i agree with well i think the problem was gen 5 in general like made put bad taste in people's mouths for black and white too but it did but also they essentially announced x and y before some people were done playing with black and white too uh yes i i agree with that though i well that was that was going to happen regardless because of like the release schedule i think because if you look at when black and white 2 released in japan versus when it released in the international market let mm-hmm. me take a look real quick um but there was a there was a reasonable amount of time in the japanese market is what i'm trying to say yes semi-reasonable um it was it was a reasonable time frame for them because yeah so let's see so it was announced in january 2013 that we were getting x and y mm-hmm. and black and white 2 came out in june of 2012 okay in japan in japan and it, everywhere else it came out october 2012 yeah i mean six so so we got two we got two decent. months we got two months they exactly. had six months in japan months. which is recent re- reasonable right it, it actually could be argued that like obviously like reason number one was cash grab but reason number two that ultrasound ultra moon were not a dlc could have been well how long is the 3ds shop going to be around for uh, the shop will be around forever that's the, the thing the shop's gonna be around for a while <laughs> yeah. do you know what closed only last year the wii, the wii shop and that that only closed because the wii servers weren't owned by nintendo oh, okay and Fair. so and so Nintendo owns the Wii U and the 3D 3DS eShop 3D so servers. Okay, that's that's actually reassuring. Those things are going to be around for a while. <laughs> if I ever get around to finishing uh like Fire Emblem Birthright, then maybe yes. I'll still have a chance to get the third version. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the pace you're going whims, I wouldn't hold out that they'll be open for, you know, 5,000 years, but you know, I mean, I I think I'm about I'm almost to the time skip in houses. Like I'm, yeah. <laughs> I've played some of it. All right, so this is where we're gonna end it. Um, I don't want to be super uh, super pessimistic, but uh, there's some Pokemon that we wanted to be good, and followed by more discussion <laughs> about TPCI. Um, but it's fine. It's fine. That's why they love us, right? Um, and so. <laughs> We're gonna I go certainly ahead. hope so. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we're going to go ahead, take a break, and we're going to go hit up the Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. Pokemon of the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 149, Dragonite, the Dragon Pokemon. 
It's let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee Pokedex entry says. It is said that this Pokemon lives somewhere in the sea and that it flies. However, these are only rumors. You heard it right, folks. The fact that it flies is only a rumor. (laughs) Only a rumor. Which is really funny because it's actually a rewrite of the yellow entry. But the yellow entry doesn't make that mistake. It says that it's li- that it's only a rumor that it lives in the sea. They added that that mistake, and I find that hilarious. <laughs> that is amazing. So Dragonite is an okay Pokemon because it's a dragon type. I'm going to say okay because its base speed's like what eighty, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes. Yep. He has a base attack though of 134, HP 91. Special attack 100, special defense 100, defense 90. So he's bulky boy, but all but he lost some speed and speed's important. So that sucks to be Dragonite. Dragonite has uh, historically been like not great though in the history of oh. Pokemon. He's been okay. It's been fine. Fine is the way I'd put it. It's nice mm. though that he got the he got the buff in inner focus. Inner focus now no longer um, allows you to be intimidated if you have it. He did have multi scale, mm-hmm. which is typically what he used to run, and I think it's still what he runs now in OU. Yeah, in OU you typically run um, heavy duty boots to get because hazards are a thing. Yeah, and that's one thing I don't miss. By the way, switching yeah. to like VGC and VSS, I don't miss that. Dragon Dance, uh, Dual Wing Beat, Earthquake. And you can also run uh, some combination of you or you pick one of like extreme speed, fire punch, ice punch or roost. And you just run jolly or adamant, depending on what you want with multi-scale. He's uh, he, he does all right. No, you he's OK. He, he's he's probably OK. I think Garchomp got like knocked down somewhere, too. I don't know if Garchomp's an OU right now, actually. Wow. No, he's an OU. Garchomp's an OU. But Dragonite probably is OK now because I know I know he got a boost because of extreme speed. Multi-scale definitely helped. But he, trying to make him better than something like Salamence never worked out too well. No. Like, they specifically made Salamence to be a better Dragonite. So. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yes. <laughs> I wouldn't disagree with that if somebody brought it up. But he is also uh, used in VGC 1% of the time. Hmm. Typically typically with good Pokemon like Rillaboom. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That implies, like, that Dragonite is not a good Pokemon itself. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not good in the VGC context because it doesn't do anything special. I mean, you're just running, like, Dual Wing Beat, Aqua Jet, Extreme Speed, Dragon Claw. Like, you're just running typical stuff. I mean, you could run Hurricane, I guess. But I don't know mm-hmm. what role Dragonite specifically filling that you couldn't fill with another Pokemon better. Fair. I, I, that's, that's my biggest thing with Dragonite. I just don't think the dragon typing is as good as it used to be. It's like they added a type to balance it or something. Yeah, no, 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 no. Fairy type definitely. Gen 6 brought balance to the meta, okay? And and then we since destroyed it. <laughs> Sylveon used to be the chosen one. We need the sequel trilogy now, okay? But we need a good one. So let's don't not hire J.J. Mesh. Abrams. Yeah, gosh, no. Uh, but we do have a team for you this week that with Dragonite. It's a BSS team. I'm yeah. still somewhat confused by it, but... We can go ahead. So we do have a Dragonite fort. And tell us about the Dragonite that they have in the BSS team. Yes. So this Dragonite has the ability in their focus, not multi-scale. Because as we said, uh, you don't want to be intimidated. And you don't need the bulk because unlike you did in like OU in Generation 6, you're not going to be Dragon Dancing. You don't need to anymore. 
Well, even then, if you go big and you double your health, it's the same thing as multi-scaling, right? Exactly. So you're holding a life orb. You have max attack, max speed, and adamant nature, which is sufficient because your first move is fly and you're going to use it to max airstream. And then you have superpower, thunder punch, and ice punch. I wonder why they chose fly instead of dual Dual wing beat. Because it's stronger, I think. Uh, Probably is stronger... I, I just want to know what the difference yeah. in the max airstream power is. I, I totally believe you, though, that dual wing beat. Oh, wow. There's not that many moves that turn into this. Okay. <laughs> so this is way easier than I thought it would be. Dual wing beat is a base 130 and fly is a base 130 as well. Okay. So maybe it's because you want to waste your opponent's last Dynamax turn by flying away. That's the only thing I can think of is you want to burn. Yeah. You want to burn Dynamax. I, I think it would be perfectly acceptable to also run dual wing beat. To make the switch. Yeah. Yeah. In that slot. Pop those sashes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think dual wing beat personally is the better play, but I could be wrong. Probably. But okay, so this Dragonite comes with a little friend called Suicune. It's holding an assault vest. The ability is obviously pressure. It has max HP, 116 defense, 12 special attack. 60 special defense and 68 speed. Now, that is very specific, but this time we do know why that is. So the speed is to outspeed Nihiligo after hitting it with an icy wind. The bulk is to survive a Mimikyu's plus two max starfall and Zaptus's max lightning. And whatever is left goes into special attack. Yeah, It's got a bold nature. And its moveset is Cold, Icy Wind, Mirror Coat, which I love, and Sheer Cold for when you're just desperate. I've had that work more times than it should have, by the way. Like, the (laughs) Oko moves? 30% of the time works every time. (laughs) Again, another thing, like, from moving from... This is, is like, I'm piggybacking off of last week. From moving from the... Moving from, like, OU to the BSS play has been the Oko moves. It's a fun. It's fun. I've missed them. Apparently, in twenty years, I've missed them, hmm. and I, I think they're fun. And like it feels really good. You feel good, but also bad when you win a match with it. <laughs> when it goes off, one player is very relieved. Yeah, it's it's just one way or the other. Whenever you use the move, one player somebody is very somebody relieved. is relieved. Yes, uh, yeah, I guess I I'll mean, take. Oh, go ahead, Whimsicott. No, I just said that it's like. I understand having a win condition being like the same as a double protect chance wise, mm-hmm. but it feels a lot different when it's a one <laughs> Like it's a totally different feeling. Uh, all right, I'll take the Zapdos that we also have. This is a weakness policy Zapdos, regular Cantonian Zapdos, by the way. Uh, static two fifty two HP, seventy six defense, one eighty speed, timid nature. Discharge, Hurricane, Charge, and Roost. Charge? Come on. Okay. Charge? Yeah. It gets you plus one special defense. It gets you one plus one special defense. That's what it gives you. Okay. So I would rather run like Heat Wave for coverage or something, but whatever. It's fine. So the Zapdos outspeeds base 90s with that 180. And it usually survives a uh, G-Max Fireball after after all of this with the 76 defense and the 252 HP. So that's what that's for. I'll also go ahead and I guess take Mamoswine with a Focus Sash doing Mamoswine things uh, with a thick fat 
252 attack, 4 defense, 252 speed, adamant nature, earthquake, icicle spirit, ice shard, superpower. That is Mammoth Swine. That is, that is all I can say yeah. is that is Mammoth mm-hmm. Swine. Yep. And you have left me the two walls. Yes. So, me, the two walls. Um, <laughs> and a hard place. Yeah, Toxapex has a Black Sludge and Regenerator. It's got basically max, it's got max HP, 220 defense, 4 special attack, 4 special defense, 28 speed. That 28 speed is to outspeed 0 speed Porygon 2s. It's got Haze, Scald, Baneful Bunker, and Recover. It's just a Toxapex. Porygon 2 has Eviolite with Trace, 252 HP, 12 defense, 252 special defense with a sassy nature. It's got Ice Beam. It's got Discharge. It's got Recover and Speed Swap. Speed Swap? To use on an enemy, I suppose? Yes, because you are incredibly slow. You're a zero speed minus speed nature Porygon 2. Huh, cute. So you just give something a terrible speed stat and then explode it with something in your back line. Hmm. I don't know how much I like this, but that does sound funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's all right. Uh, I mean, it's, so if you want to play this, this team on BSS, you can, of course, grab it from the Puckle server. You can go play it, have a good time, and tell us how much Dragonite has made you win games. And my answer is probably not that many. <laughs> so, I don't know. This team is weird to me. I'm not a big fan of it, but it might just be my play style. Yeah, I'm, I'm there with you. Like, I see how Dragonite works. I honestly don't see the Zapdos. <laughs> or even the Soikun. <laughs> It's whatever. It's fine. Whatever, Pokemon. It's fine. So on that note, though, we are going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Send in your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! And as always, we will give out the Green Taurus badge if your email sparks conversation. So, we're going to go ahead and uh, get to it. But this segment is the segment where you can just email us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com about anything. Whether that be questions that you would like answers to, <laughs> or literally anything. Or We typically have a prompt. Just to help you guys write emails. We typically don't just read emails that are about the prompt if we get them. So if you have a good story or something you want to share, share it with us. We're more than happy to read it. So our first email this week is going to be from Blackberry. He sent an email in before last show came out, but after it was recorded, because there was a big gap last week. So this one says, hi, I'm Blackberry in the Discord. I just want to let you guys know I love the podcast. I listen to it every day during work when I'm doing dishes. Every day. Are you going backwards, man? I hope not. I mean, even if he is, like, he has, like, a solid couple of months of decent content. No, that's true. Uh, there, There's definitely, I would say episode, like, 116 on is probably fine. Mm-mm. So I've learned so much through you guys in terms of competitive and it's really helped me come up with great ideas for my own team a friend of mine and i just got back into pokemon a few months ago and we never battled each other we decided we'd wait to have this grandiose best of four series i lost 4-0 and was totally heartbroken oh womp womp on the bright side we have a ranking in quotes system of our group of friends and i'm in second place only behind him how big is your group of friends Hmm. is it only two because then second place isn't great that's that's shady, that. That's mean. That's mean. I'm sorry. 
But I want to know if it's like, hey, I got second out of like three or I got second out of like seven. You know, there's a difference there. (laughs) I've been second in all of those scenarios before. Uh, (laughs) So I almost lost interest in Pokemon again, but I listened to your podcast that week and immediately changed my mind. Thank you guys for everything you do. P.S. I watched your documentary on YouTube and it was nice to put faces to names. Oh, thank you. That's nice. This email is adorable. We should do another one. uh, Because at some point, yes, not during COVID, but yeah, uh, (laughs) we should do another (laughs) one at some point. I think it would be good if we did another one. I would like it where we could get all of the co-hosts on it in some shape or form. Mm, Yeah, I would like to do it that way. Hey, Ash. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can Ash interview himself? Like him, I want I want just a shot of him asking himself questions. Wow. I think it would be great. All right, but thank you for that one, Blackberry. Our next email this week is going to be from uh, Mega Flygon. Okay, I've got this one. Hey, Thatch, and all of you mighty fine co-hosts scattered around this wide world. Hello, hello to you. How are the small group of those selected to be on this week's show doing? Uh, doing. Going. Was living. I, was I was I selected or not? I don't think okay, to be fair, you guys weren't selected. You signed up. Hmm. We selected ourselves. I I answer to a higher authority. I only go on the Puckle podcast when a perfect sunbeam descends on my face and tells me to sign up. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so like like let's let's unveil like how the sausage is made, just like a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the co hosts sign up to be on the show when it's convenient for them. Done. Thatch doesn't go, yeah, you and you, now. <laughs> Get in the I car. I was about to build an entire narrative about the fact that it's called the Pokemon Underground Champions League because we Physically, fight each other we for the bats. right to be on every week. No, no, no. We we don't fight each other at Pokemon. First rule of Puckle. For that. Talk no. Puckle. No, no, no. <laughs> but, you ruined it. <laughs> anyway... I would like to start his email by saying two things. The first is in regard to Quincy's email that was read on last week's show. I care about your 100% run of Breath of the Wild as a fellow practitioner of the 100 way. And I would like Zelda, but Pokemon as well. Pokemon Insurgents is a wonderful game and I am on your side, especially with the part about Mega Flygon. Although, sadly, I do agree with Thatch in that this will never happen. The second thing that I would like to discuss is that I have not yet received the Green Taurus badge. Oopsie. (laughs) Who's who's to blame here? I guess he's not going to get the Green Taurus badge. (laughs) (laughs) Since this is apparently the best way to let you guys know it's not. It's not. I've decided to put out there right at the beginning. (laughs) No, it's it's not. Uh, It's It's a Discord thing. Yep. As for the topic of how Gen 8 changes competitive, I've felt that Gen 8 has mostly made competitive more easy to approach and has greatly streamlined and quickened the previously arduous task of building a competitive team. Key Pokémon that make up the cores of your team can be found or bred, caught, EV and IV trained, and then bottle-capped if necessary in as little as a few hours. Although this may seem like a good deal of time, if you go back to an older gen, especially 3 to 5, the difference in in time is easily perceptible, by, by which he means it's huge. Gen 3 to 5? Oh my gosh. Those, wow. Mm, yeah. I don't miss those days. Mm-mm. 
The introduction of ability capsules and patches make getting the desired ability easy, and the method of obtaining them isn't too draining or boring, especially in the case of Dynamax Adventures, which are extremely entertaining. I remember back breeding in Gen 4, and it was a big deal that the power items started working in Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Yeah. <laughs> Passed down IVs. That was such a big deal. There's a reason I... Well, there's two reasons that I never bred before Gen 6. And one of them was that I had no one to play with competitively anyway. But the other one was that I feel like ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, I don't disagree. <laughs> I remember doing it in Gen 4 before the power items, like with Diamond and Pearl. And you weren't really breeding for IVs at that point because to get anything more than like a couple perfect was just nutsos yeah. to consider. And so you would literally just be like, dude, are they all above 25? Mm. And you would just you would just be like, good enough. Yeah. <laughs> I feel as though TPCI as a whole has been moving forward to streamlining the whole system of breeding, EV and IV training, and getting free, correct nature and ability ever since Gen 6. True. They seem to want more people to be able to participate in their events, which makes for a healthy season of VGC and other forms of competitive battling such as Mogun or BSS. To be fair, they want that, but they want more people to be able to participate in their events without cheating. That's the thing, I think. I think that's yeah. it. So that they want to they essentially want to get rid of the need to cheat and yeah. rusted bottle cap is I think the only thing. Like a zero <laughs> IV marker is all we're ever missing at this point. Yeah. And that yeah, because then it's it's pointless to hack. Yes. I well, I shouldn't say pointless because it's still a little tiny bit faster, but not much. Yeah, not much. Well, that's all for this week, and I'm sorry about the long email, although it isn't as long as some of Winsicle's email. Oh, now I know why you had me read this. Catch you guys on the flip flop, Mega Flygon over and out. No, I think I it's still your hold the penance. record for an email that was actually read on the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't disagree. It's just your eternal penance. Mm, it's yeah. Fine. It's your yeah. eternal penance. It's good practice for my pronunciation. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for that one, Mega Flygon. This next one is going to be from M.O.M.O. M.O.M.O. writes in saying, Hey, guys, I've been a Pokemon fan since Gen 1, but I've only started playing competitive this year. So there's not so much, there's not much I can say about how it has changed, per se. But I can definitely make a few comments. It felt so much less intimidating getting into the scene without the Legends running around in Series 5. As I struggle getting past the lore of the Legends, how is it that every competitive player can have some of these mons? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, we have, squirt we have squirrel turtles that can shoot water out of their mouth, but the fact there are two dogs with swords is the problem. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's, he's saying that every single one of us has a Suikun. And it's supposed to be a legendary Pokemon. Like, he's complaining about the internal consistency of the lore. Yeah. Like, 10 players taking place in a tournament, game. and they all, they all have Suicune. Okay, the alternative is worse, though, that you cannot have... That only one person gets Suicune. The alternative is Draft League. The alternative is, hey, mom says it's my turn with the Suicune, okay? Like, no. <laughs> yes, yeah. which is infinitely worse. Uh, as as they continue, it was nice to focus on some of my favorites and how some traditionally overlooked mons operate. Then with legends getting added back in, it helped me greatly understand what roles are and how to how they really help fill out the team. 
One thing I can comment on, though, is how much easier Switch has made the breeding process. The ability patch was a great addition, mints are a blessing, and the new process for learning egg moves is so helpful. All I can really ask for now is that darn rusted bottle cap we've all wished for. That and maybe the hyper training minigames back from Gen 6. I enjoyed that grind for Eevees much better than farming a bunch of Squavit on Route 2. Uh, the correct answer is buy a bunch of vitamins now they've removed the cap. Yeah, just have fun going through the league with like Gigantamax Meowth and then mm-hmm. buy vitamins. I haven't needed money in so long. I don't. I Isle of Armor was great. <laughs> uh, no, they don't make you resource hunt too hard in these games, which is kind of nice. Mm-mm. I mean, th- this game has been very kind to people wanting to get into competitive. I th- And I think the entire game has just been like, yeah, you should do that when you're done. Mm-hmm. Because even yeah. that, like with Raihan's gym, I, they're just like, you should play VGC. Yeah. Here's one of the most basic strategies you could ever run is some weather. And All there you the go. Weather. You should you should play VGC with us. I am curious to see. I, I'm really upset because we don't have a lot of event numbers because of COVID, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. For Sword and Shield, and I would have liked to see the participation and if it actually went up, because you typically see the participation in the events go in waves. High at the start of the generation and tailing off. Yeah, it, it goes. It gets high at the beginning of the generation because everybody's like, oh, new game, and then everybody's like, this is hard, and then it's just like the hardcore people that stayed. And especially and by the end, like in GS, GS Cup. Cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in GS Cup, it's just like, yeah, these are the hard hardcore of the hardcore. So I, I'm very, uh, in, I, I'm very upset that I couldn't see what the participation numbers are. Though it is way higher online, with the tournaments like the two players cups they did online, they were, they were incredibly high. This is the worst part of COVID. That was a joke. Please don't hate us. It's not the worst part. I like, I love that there are a bunch of new people jumping into that because. Oh, I meant the. Not it it kind of, events. it kind of proves a theory of mine that a lot of the people who are good in the VGC scene are good in the VGC scene because they're the ones that are willing to spend the money to go to the events. Mm-hmm. And because especially if you look at who made it to the top eight in the la- in the first players cup none of them were anybody anybody knew they they were just a bunch of random people who signed up for the tournament and i thought that was great i love it and i think it should be that way forever uh, finishing out emma emma's mailbag uh anyway that's my two cents i hope it started some insightful conversation wink wink emma emma <laughs> <laughs> it did i got to talk i liked it yeah good I think that was a Green Taurus badge hint. That was a Green Taurus badge email. He didn't say Green Taurus badge, so there's the winner. But he did say wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink doesn't mean anything. That can mean anything. He winks at me all the time because he likes me. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, MOMO, you got the Green Taurus badge. Yay. Just send us uh, a Discord message and you can grab it. You'll have it for if a you whole eat- three weeks. <laughs> yep. And then it's going to go away. <laughs> all right. If you want to email us next week at the Puckle Podcast, the Puckle Podcast at gmail.com, you can email us uh, letting us know about what your what Pokemon you think should be good that isn't, or what Pokemon you would like to see be good but isn't. I mean, we've seen things happen intergenerationally, which I think is really cool. So I'd love to see that. Yeah, send those in to PucklePodcast at gmail.com. And you can also, of course, send anything else you want to, uh, including questions that you would like answers to. We, we really appreciate that. So uh, if you want to keep up with the Puckle podcast throughout the week, a good couple of ways to do that is one, check out the Discord server. Follow us on social media over on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. You can also keep up with us over on Twitch. I'm planning to get back to my regular streaming schedule on Twitch this week on Thursdays. You can also check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash Puckle Podcast. 
If you want to help support the show financially, a great way to do so is to go over to Twitch, drop a free Twitch Prime subscription or an actual Twitch Prime subscription. Your, your call, not mine. You can go ahead and go over to T Public, which is in the show notes, and you can buy a t-shirt. We really appreciate that. And the most direct way to do it is to go over to patreon.com slash pucklepodcast and just throw us a couple of bucks. If you donate at certain levels, you can get into some of the Pokemon giveaways we do and have access to the breeder bot that we have on the Discord server. So other than that, uh, I think everything's done here. So I've been Trainer Thatch. I have been the fluffiest Whimsicott. I have been Lydian. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.